Jeez. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Incohesivity Podcast. I am your host, me. <laughs> it is a beautiful, sunny, 40-something, I believe it's actually 30 degrees right now. It was just snowing. Um... To 30-something degrees in my neck of the woods. Welcome. Um, actually, I would like to give a fresh new welcome. We have some new listeners recently as I have been paying attention to my... Let me readjust my mic. <laughs> as I have been paying attention to my... Uh, stat- oh my gosh. I'll- oh no, don't knock over the frog. He's not a real frog. He's a roach. Don't worry about him. Yeah, let's move. Let's shoot. Trying to make it sound professional for the new listeners. I gotta move stuff around, dude. I wasn't, I was real comfortable before I started the podcast, and then I started the podcast, and I was not comfortable anymore. Um, Crazy. But I'd like to give a warm welcome to our new listeners. This is the Incohesivity Podcast. I am your host, Asia. I pretty much get on here and talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. I'm raunchy and disgusting, and I have the humor of a 13-year-old boy that just found Pornhub. I, I'm really not worth listening to, actually. But since you're here, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, this podcast uploads, uh, is, is updated, uh, is airs, it goes up <laughs> every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the madness. Um, you get to enjoy horrible audio because my mic cost $30. Um, really shitty subject quality, um, unnecessarily raunchy language, ranting, rambling, pointlessness, really. Um, mm. And a few ASMR moments because most times when I sit down and have this podcast, I do have a cup of tea with me. So you get to hear me slurping as well. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. We all know you didn't want to be here. Anyways, um, I have, you know, I have been thinking about this for a pretty much the past week. Today's subject matter. Um, it was weighing on me only because I tend not to be aware of these things. And, you know, I usually record my podcasts on Sundays to upload on Wednesdays. I pre-record them, of course. But it is a Saturday, and I started out my Saturday morning um, with a cheese and chicken biscuit seasoned with Old Bay, and then it occurs to me, oh, holy shit. This is a problem. This is a real problem. It's notably notable at this point. We, oh, it's here. We see it. We recognize the problem. So I'm just gonna talk about it because, you know, it's it's not something I was really aware of until I really started like looking into it and really thinking about it. Um, so we'll get into that. But before we get into that, this podcast is sponsored by my uninfected eyebrows. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> My, um, in the last podcast, last week's podcast, I actually talked about how my eyebrows were infected. One week after getting them, precisely to the day, one week after getting my piercings, a fun, funky, fresh infection because 
I got some weird aftercare advice from my piercing guy. Now, he's he's a really great piercer, and I'm sure there was a reason why he gave me this weird aftercare um, instructions, but it, it didn't work for me, okay? Just like a piercing can't fit everybody, not all aftercare can fit every person. I needed a little bit um, more aggressive aftercare. So after I got that infection, you know, I, I reported that I was cleaning it up and I was trying to take care of it now. My piercings are in tip-top shape, no longer infected. I'm actually, the left eyebrow piercing, I'm actually beginning to see some of the bar on the piercing, which for those of you who are familiar, you know, like are addicted to getting body piercings like I am, you know, when you first get a piercing, there's a lot of swelling. And so you don't really see a lot of the bar of the piercing because uh, piercers typically opt to pierce with slightly larger jewelry than what you would need um, just for, you know, healing purposes, you know, because if you go too small, you can start to um, have your piercing, um, what's it called? It actually happened to my left nipple piercing. I had to have the jewelry replaced before it got too bad. Your body can actually swallow up the jewelry if it's too small, especially when it's healing, when it's swollen, and there's this new foreign thing in your body. You know, you can just, it can overreact. Um, so luckily, Dave went ahead and put some nice big jewelry on my eyebrows, especially considering that my eyebrows are thick. I didn't know how thick they were until he had to move from their really cute little, like, they were so pretty too. Dave loved them and he really wanted to pierce me with them, but my eyebrows are wild. And he needed some bigger bars, so he went ahead and gave me the thicker jewelry. And it's, it's looking good. I can see the bar on the left one, which means that the swelling has gone down. Um... So that's really good. The pe the healing process is going well. We're two weeks into the piercing. I have six more weeks before they are fully healed. So I will keep you guys updated on that. It's actually a pretty quick healing process. Very much like the septum. Um, the septum heals very quickly as well because your septum is in your nose, which includes a self-cleaning membrane, which is why I don't really need as aggressive aftercare for a septum. You really only need to clean it off with soap um twice a day for a few weeks and then it's good it's all fine you're pretty much good my septum is completely healed now um which was one of my more recent piercings actually all of my piercings are very recent i got a bit i went a bit crazy i went a bit crazy with piercings i'll admit that i did do that and do i still want more piercings yes because listen don't get piercings all right it's a waste of money because as soon as you get the first one you're not going to stop. And as much as you say, oh no, I have self-control. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because I did not and nobody else who gets piercings does. So, um, save yourself the heartache and save your conservative parents from the heart attacks <clears throat> they're bound to have as a result of you looking like something that came straight out of an 80s punk rock show. Um, just don't do it. It's not worth it. I have a problem and I have no intention of seeking help. I think um, for, you know, now that I'm my infection is gone, um, there's no rejection. There's no trailing or scarring caught. Uh, I can see it, so there's no rejection going on. Yay. Um, I usually do pretty well with piercings too, so that's not really a problem. I really only want two more, but one of the ones I want, I work at a very conservative workplace. I already fucked up and got my eyebrows pierced. Um... My former supervisor, that's a story, 
I can tell that to you guys. Um, my former supervisor was aware of it. She's she's brick. She doesn't want to admit that she's cool because she has a she has a husband and, and a kid, and you know she's trying to keep it on. The, but she's brick. She knows what it do. She's with it. She's hip with it. She's down with the, she's down with the vibes. You know she know what it does. The whoop dee yeah. <laughs> um, so she didn't really have a problem. I know I accidentally uh exposed myself to another person that works at our office um she was just kind of like oh you got your eyebrows pierced i was like yeah she was like yeah okay so anyways i gotta grab some stuff from my office i was like see it's not that big a deal um and if it ever comes down to like hr which once again if if you didn't know i think i've spoke about this in previous podcasts we don't have an hr at my job because i work at a religious organization um we have something called the shura um and they're basically uh they pretend to be the voice of god and if they think that god doesn't like it then they don't like it Mm. there's so much i could say about that but i'm just gonna gonna keep that to myself yeah um but no (laughs) former supervisor holy shit so i had uh (laughs) <laughs> I had a coworker. I have a coworker. She still works with us. Um she's a great coworker. She's like she's she's foreign, so she's like really racist and doesn't even know that she's racist, but you know, it's not like out of malintent and she, it does hurt her feelings when I do call her out and be like, "Hey, you're being a, a bigoted little something." And, she, and then she's like, "What? Huh?" But it, it's it's fine. It's, I know that she's not being malicious. I actually know that a lot of a lot of people that I work with at my job, they're all really racist. But I also know that they come from really, they're really isolated in their own culture. Like despite being in the United States, they're very to themselves. Like they, they go to work where their cultures are all very similar, you know, and then they go home to their place of living where the culture remains and kind of like the culture with the people at my job they really don't like to expose themselves to the outside world they pretty much live in a bubble which i guess there could be some blame placed on them on their end because you need to get the fuck out of the bubble and welcome yourself to the 21st century united states um but that's not going to happen and on top of that i know when they do say things that are like malicious and racist it's not because they're trying to be malicious it just it is okay because they haven't they've chosen not to make themselves aware of what's going on in the world and what is right and what is wrong you know what i'm saying so it is what it is um but she is really nice she's super fun she's like hyper 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 she's all over the place she gets work done in a jiffy unlike me I need time and contemplation. <laughs> no, I actually do get work done pretty well. It's just every now and then my ADD gets really bad. Like there are times when I'm like maybe extra stressed or I haven't been eating properly and I haven't kept in check with my anemia and my anemia makes my brain very fuzzy and with pre-existing ADD that just makes the double the fuzziness and yeah, so that can happen otherwise i am a pretty decent employee i've had to remind myself of that but she gave me a call yesterday i believe um it was friday she gave me a call and she was like asia i am not your supervisor anymore i'm your 
coworker who is a senior associate. Once again, we are both senior associates. I'm not your supervisor. Don't come to me with shit. And I'm just like, hey, yo, what did you do? And she was like, oh, no, I didn't do anything except for walk away from the position. I was like, oh. Oh. She was like, they gave me four times the workload and gave me a $1 raise. I was like, oh. 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 She was like, yeah. So I just decided, you know, the work I was doing is more valuable than that. And since they don't want to pay me what I'm owed, I'm just going to go back to being a normal employee. I was like, oh man, you know, we banter and stuff. We talk about stuff. You know, I ask her, you know, now that she's down in the trenches with the rest of us uh, plebeians out in the dirt, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I need a raise because I'm poor and this job is keeping me poor and I want to stop being poor. And she was like, yeah, I mean, they'll give you a raise. It's not going to be a big raise. Actually, they're not going to give a single shit about you and how poor you are because they're going to say that everybody that works here is poor. So don't be special. And so I was like, oh, so what if I become manager and try to get a bigger raise? And she was like, oh, so you want a $2 raise instead of a $1 raise? Well, homie, uh, I'll tell you, it's not worth it. And I was like, oh. Okay. All right, cool. So uh, hopefully, you know, come February, um, inshallah, as the Muslims say, God willing, um, I will be allowed, I'll ask my uh, boss for a raise come February because this year on the 27th will make one year total that I would be working this job. So that's really, really cool. And I deserve a raise because I need more out of life. I need to get out of debt. Okay. It's it's time to start prospering, you know? Um, And I know a lot of people are telling me, you know, like, look for a different job because this one ain't shit. I'm like, I know, but we're in the middle of a panorama. We're in the middle of a pluripotency. I can't really... Um, the job market's looking a little rough right now, you know. I, I can't just, you know, say just get a new job. I think you forgot what we're what we're what we're really doing here in the U.S. Um, that's that ain't gonna fly. Um, so I'm just gonna be patient. I'm gonna ride it out. This job is very valuable outside of you know the job politics, you know, the office politics. It is very beneficial. I have made some really great friends at this job. I really appreciate it. The people are relatively cool outside of when they're being nasty. Um, yeah, I like it. So yeah, that, that, that concludes all of my life update rhetoric. Now onto the subject that this podcast is supposed to be about. Listen, if you have not guessed, Okay, uh, we'll start like this. I know that I have some listeners from outside of the United States because I do check my stats. I know you motherfuckers exist. <laughs> How you found my podcast is beyond me, but fucking welcome. Um, you know, I... It's occurred to me that there's only really a few states that are so aggressively that state you know um nevada is like nevada 
it's Vegas. Nevada is Vegas. We just assume that the entirety of Nevada is Vegas and that Vegas is its own. It's like this this 12th dimension where fucking uh, prostitution is legal and gambling is rampant. And I have been to Vegas. I have been to all those fancy hotels and in malls and stuff um it's crazy actually the way you you go into those places is you just fucking walk in like the rest of the tourists um i've been to those places florida is aggressively florida i mean like if you live in the u.s you know about florida um where else texas everything's big in texas including the racism um what else california California like seriously like come on like so there, there are a few states that are really aggressively that state you get to your st- the, the other states that don't fucking exist like Montana and Wyoming and fucking uh what else Ohio like these places are not real they've never Vermont what, what the fuck is Vermont you know you know it's it's kind of like there are some states that are aggressively that state and then there are some states that simply don't exist actually when you look at all those memes from like people who live outside the united states they're like this is what i assume the united states is like and they just they just they take the whole center of the united states and they're just like this doesn't exist and i'm like yeah you're not wrong i i've never met anybody from these places because they're just not real um (laughs) mississippi have you ever met somebody from Mississippi? Alaska? Are you serious? Those it's a fairy tale. It's simply not real. Um but <laughs> I found out recently that I live in a state that is very aggressively this state. Um Maryland. I live in Maryland. And some of like the Marylanderisms, you know, that are apparently very famous around the rest of the United States and to some parts of the world, you know, in places where people are familiar with the state. I was not even like fully aware of just how like fucked up we are. Like we're really into ourselves. Like Marylanders are really into themselves. So um i was actually going through you know i was actually looking at podcast subjects because uh head empty uh add go um (laughs) and i i was like hey what about like aggressively american things and of course there's there's so many things that are aggressively american you know, we're all aware of the American stereotypes. Actually, all of the American stereotypes pretty much come from fucking Texas. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> if you really want to experience, if you're from another country and you really want to experience America the way that America has been stereotyped to be, go to Texas. That's it. You will get the full experience, the full treatment it'll be like it'll be like you've seen everything that you really really wanted to witness firsthand of the united states in texas dude in texas maybe virginia too yeah virginia too mm-hmm you kind of get the same experience with virginia but not as aggressively with tech not go to texas go to texas 
Virginia's for lovers. Texas is for cousin fuckers. <laughs> oh man. Um but no. So I was looking at all I was um actually here. I have all the tabs open on my computer. I'm just going through all the things that people like <laughs> call Maryland out for. I felt very attacked reading some of these articles. So there's this article by um on the website Only in Your State by Jamie Alvarenga, uh, written in 2016, called 10 Very Maryland Things That Only Marylanders Do. And <laughs> This is why I felt like this was the mo- this was the this was the time to do this podcast because I just finished making some cheddar and ch- cheese and chicken biscuits with Old Bay and the first thing on this list is we put Old Bay on everything which is 100% the truth. That is a fact, dude. We are obsessed with Old it's delicious. It's so good. You hear that? This is on the old bay deliciousness. Yeah. We do put- <laughs> Oh man. We do put old bay on everything. <laughs> like we put it on our seafood, of course. Marylanders, specifically the fucking crab get into that later um we put on our seafood we put on our meat um if you go to any of those um terrapin shops which maryland has something called terrapin shops like all over maryland and it's kind of like a generalized term for maryland merch shops because oh we are the only people i know that seriously purchase our own state merchandise that's usually like you go anywhere else that's usually reserved for tourists it's us we are the primary target audience you go into one of those terrapin shops right and of course you'll find old bay seasoning you'll also find old bay hot sauce and you'll find old bay marinade um, you'll find Old Bay salad dressing, you'll find Old Bay chips, and in some places you can find Old Bay ice cream, but that's closer to the shore or the Potomac, where you find Old Bay ice cream, and it's most popular in the summertime. Old Bay cookies, um, Old Bay keychains, Old Bay t-shirts, Old Bay sweatshirts, um, Old Bay flags, Old Bay bumper stickers, Old Bay everything. We are obsessed with Old Bay because it is the only seasoning I will assert that I hate to admit how much I like Old Bay. I actually like, like my sister, she got to this point where she hadn't consumed Old Bay for so long because she got so sick of it. She was like, Old Bay is nasty. Old Bay is disgusting. I was like, who the fuck are you lying to? So then I gave her seafood boil (laughs) with seasoned with Old Bay. And she was like, oh my gosh, Old Bay is fucking delicious. Like we're the only ones. I feel like we're the only ones that find Old Bay delicious. Maybe other places find Old Bay really, really tasty. But in Maryland, Old Bay is a religion in and of itself. This is true. And I hate that. 
I was actually just talk, talking to my roommate. I was like, you don't know how aggressively Marylander you are. And she was like, well, I'm not like really aggressive. I was like, you got Old Bay in your cabinet. She was like, how do you know I have Old Bay in my cabinet? I was like, yeah, because you're, 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 you're fucking from Maryland, dude. <laughs> um, uh, the second thing on this list in the article is we yell O during the national anthem, which is true. In honor of the Orioles. Orioles. It's another thing. Marylanders can't fucking speak. All right. Especially when you get into Baltimore. Oh, oh, we can't fucking speak. It's crazy. We can't speak English. It's not a real thing. Like the, the Marlin accent is, is really aggressive right for people who aren't familiar with it but then you you get into baltimore and holy fuck we wear our flag is the third one yes any (laughs) any kid in high school or in college or in life that has ever played a sport in a Maryland school for any reason has Maryland flag sweatshorts and a Maryland sweatshirt or hoodie in their closet. That is a promise to you. That is a promise. The Maryland flag sweatshorts, fuck dude. Or, 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 or the Maryland uh, hoodies with the word Maryland spelled out in it, but it's got the flag as like the pattern. On, mm-hmm. We're weird. And Marylanders are the only people that buy that shit. I don't know why. I have no idea why. There is no reason for it. But we're like this. We're like this. We're like this. You know, other white boys from like California or anywhere else in the United States have like American flags hanging up in their room. White boys in Maryland have fucking Maryland flags <laughs> hanging up in their room. In fact, Marylanders, according to this list, number four on the list is we're more likely to have the Maryland flag than the American one. In Maryland high schools, you got the Maryland flag and then you got the American flag and then you have the other Maryland 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 flag and then maybe another American flag. Uh, We are obsessed with our flag. It's pretty cool. It's actually one of the most intricate in the entirety of the United States because it's got so much shit going on. Um, Number five on this list is we sit for hours eating steamed. I hate crabs. I hate crabs. I hate crabs. Crabs are disgusting. I'll only eat crabs if it's already shelled and they better not have any of that fucking mustard shit on it. But yes, Maryland blue crabs. The famous statement. Maryland blue crabs. Um, You go anywhere in the DMV, which is the DC maryland virginia metro area you are going to find seafood shops that have crabs maryland blue crabs okay even if you get to say like virginia virginia has their own style they're very much like conservative with their seasonings they like butter and lemon on their seafood um 
But Virginia gets Maryland blue crabs. Um, you're going to be able to find Maryland blue crabs as far up as Maine. Um, because Maryland blue crabs are very delicious, very tasty. I'll, you'll never see me shelling a fucking crab. That'll never happen. You will never see me shelling a crab. But if the meat's already out, like if somebody else does it for me, like hell yeah, dude. Dip that shit in Old Bay hot sauce. Oh, fuck. Some lemon on top. This is so nasty. I can't believe I'm really from Maryland like that. We are crab cake snobs. Yes. Now, I don't think that that's strict. It's because of our obsession with Maryland blue crabs. Like the other Maryland sweatshirt is like a crab silhouette with the Maryland flag pattern on it. (laughs) I fucking hate it here. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> oh, jeez on cheese, dude. Yeah. I will say, though, I don't think that that's specifically a Marylander thing. We are very, very. We can tell a bad crab cake by just walking into the restaurant and smelling the air. Like, you know when you're about to get bad crab cake. You know when you're about to get a good crab cake versus a bad crab cake. Right? And we get pissed when we get bad crab cakes. Like, don't give us fucking nasty crab cakes. Like, don't do that shit. Um, you can't, you can't just have people over to the cookout and just have anybody bringing in whatever fucking crab cake. My mother used to try to make crab cakes fucking disgusting. Because my mother couldn't cook. And she swore up and down that she could cook. She can't. Never has been able to cook. Never will be able to cook. It's too late for her. Um... But I feel like this is more of like an East Coast thing. Um, Because you're going to be able to find crab cakes all along the East Coast. um, The Virginia coastline, the Maryland coastline, um, Delaware coastline, um, the Maine coastline. There's lots of crab cakes just as well as lobsters in Maine. Um, Yeah, we're, 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 we're... We're we we're very serious about our crab cakes, but I wouldn't say that that's like strictly a Marylander thing. I think that's more of an East Coast thing. Um, oh, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore is like a beloved sibling we're allowed to make fun of, but you aren't. I don't agree with that. Okay, <laughs> it says. We're aware of Baltimore's reputation, but we love it anyway. Listen. <laughs> See, people that know about Maryland assume that Maryland is Baltimore, right? When you hear somebody say, oh, I'm from Maryland, the response I usually get is, oh, you're from Baltimore? <laughs> um... Which is like, I would rather, in 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 the words of Curtis Connor, do a naked crab walk through Times Square in the cold. Um, I would rather s- sip a pair of blue jeans through a straw, eat eight hundred and seventy six box braids, 
whole or 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 consume two Popeyes biscuits without a drink before I let a bitch associate me with fucking Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. (laughs) People think that Baltimore is this really cool place. And I think in some respects, Baltimore is a very cool place. The art culture in Baltimore is very, very cool. Um, It's very, very artsy. Um, You have a lot of really great artists that come from Baltimore. Of course, Baltimore people, um, people that live in Baltimore and have nothing to live for, um, will tell you that, hey, we were the home of Edgar Allan Poe, which I have something to say about that. Baltimore, but, 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 but for us, us Marylanders, especially, um, someone like me who lives like very close to Baltimore, um, (laughs) Baltimore, Baltimore is known for, (laughs) for one thing. Well, for a few things, but it all kind of culminates into one thing. Baltimore is just shit. It is a shit city. (laughs) It stinks. There's rats. Okay. There is a crackhead under every single street corner. Crack is rampant. The water in Baltimore, because Baltimore was a very famous port, um, for um, imports and for slaves um, back when the United States was really just getting off and popping, right? It was just... It's it's so nasty. It's so nasty. And, and, and Baltimore was really like a fishing town as well because it was right on the water. People love to fish in Baltimore. If you ever... First off, have the audacity to show up in Baltimore to start with, right? And then you take your ass to a Baltimore seafood restaurant, right? And they say, oh, local seafood. What the fuck do you mean by, like, you better mean that that shit came from fucking D.C. When you say local, you better mean the 45 minute to an hour drive from here to D.C., purchased at D.C. and then brought back to Baltimore. You better not mean that some crackhead ass motherfucker came down here, fished these waters. Okay, though the water in Baltimore is so full of piss, shit, and cum, and crack cocaine, it is uninhabitable. Whenever I see ducks floating around the water... In Baltimore, you can almost see where their third eye is about to start growing. Like, <laughs> Baltimore is so nasty, you know? And I would always hear this from like adults in my life. But when I finally got my car and I finally was able to start exploring the world, I would go down to Baltimore every now and then and try to find reasons to like it. But it was, it was always just... Ugh. It was just refuse of a city, you know, just nasty. There's no reason for it. All right. It simply does not need to be there. And but because Baltimore is so famous, not only, you know, around the United States for pretty much being the pinnacle of Maryland, people even have the audacity to think that Baltimore is the capital of Maryland. (sighs) 
again with eating the box braids and slurping the jeans through the straw i would not want baltimore as a capital that is such a shit capital dude all right and 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 that claim to edgar Allan poe i want you to know a history fact edgar Allan poe died of opiate abuse okay baltimore to this day is still known for all of the ungodly amounts of crack that pour onto the streets on a daily basis okay being provided to the community by the fucking police stations by the way little conspiracy theory for you right the police snort cocaine okay and they arrest citizens for having cocaine right and then they go and take that cocaine that they confiscate from citizens and they snort that shit themselves okay all right cocaine is so nasty and before edgar Allan poe came to baltimore he was documented as never having an opiate addiction and then he came to baltimore got addicted to crap started writing a whole bunch of real wiggy poems right and then died of opiate abuse baltimore is shit that stupid fucking meme in space it's all just human refuse always has been always has been never won't be period baltimore i could shit on baltimore all day um the other thing is the baltimore accent (laughs) if you thought the maryland accent was really aggressive you know because we say shit like maryland um you know we don't really say the name of our state like people people come to maryland and be like oh we're here in maryland i'm like who the fuck is maryland i ain't seen that musical before i thought that bitch was la la land no i'm raised maryland don't lie to yourself um it's not even baltimore it's 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 weird because i don't live in baltimore so i don't really have a strong baltimore accent like other i have a slight baltimore accent right but people in baltimore if you haven't lived near baltimore and you haven't really experienced people that have been born and raised in baltimore their whole lives god bless their souls those are people that need to get out of the trenches per we're praying for them um if you're not used to the baltimore accent it will really throw you off i remember when i really first started meeting people from baltimore as a young kid because when i was a child we moved from virginia to maryland and that is where we have been raised thus far that's where i got this stupid fucking accent from um <laughs> you go into baltimore and if you're not used to the baltimore accent you're gonna get into baltimore and you're starting to start listening to people from baltimore and you're gonna be like what did he say the fuck this motherfucker speaking english which no it's not english it's far from english it's crackheaded knees but you will get used to it eventually um, you just gotta have like a full immersion program, spend like three weeks in Baltimore, and eventually you'll start to understand what the fuck they're saying. Um, it's kind of like a mix between a southern accent, a New York accent, and illiteracy, honestly. Illiteracy. <laughs> and it's really, really aggressive too. It's really, really aggressive. Yeah. I'm gonna stop shitting on Baltimore. Cause that's all that Marylanders do. That's all Marylanders do. We just shit on Baltimore all day you even say the oh fucking baltimore that crack den seriously um 
We have intense sports rivalries within our own state. <laughs> I don't know much about sports, but I did see this one. <laughs> I did see this one. Hold up, where is it? Where is it? Holy shit. I saw this one thing about sports team in Merlin and it's 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 so funny. It's so funny. Um where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Sticking with the Washington Redskins. For people that <laughs> for people that don't know anything about sports, the Washington Redskins are the um, DC, which is the District of Columbia, which is the um, capital of the United States um, football team. They are shit. <laughs> They're so shit. <laughs> They're so shit, dude. Their team is I don't I'm I'm not I don't even pay attention to sports. And I know enough to know that the Washington Redskins are such a shit team. They never win anything. Okay, I think I saw them get to the Super Bowl once in my entire lifetime. Once in the 20 years I have been alive. Once. If it's been more since... If anybody can let me know how many times the Washington Redskins have gotten to the Super Bowl since the year 2000, please let me know. Because I've only seen it happen once. Maybe it's because I don't pay attention. They don't win anything. They never win shit. They're always out of the, the the season early because they're just shit. And people stick with them, especially the fucking Marylanders, dude. Which doesn't, it, it, it baffles me. How much Marylanders, of all people, will stick with the fucking Redskins even though they continue to be shit. All right. If you're gonna stick with the team, stick with the fucking Ravens, okay? And they come out of the crackhead city, the Baltimore Ravens, the the, the crackhead city Ravens, right? They're all on opiates. They're all on fucking steroids. They have a higher chance of winning just because they're drugged up. Let's just fucking cheer for their team, right? Why why don't you do that? Or you could be one of those weirdos. You could be one of those weird people. They're all about fucking baseball for no reason, right? And I think like the, 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 the sports rivalry thing kind of happens because Merlanders are so, <clears throat> we're so closely connected. Like Merlin, DC and Virginia, they're all touching each other. Me, I could, from where I stand, right? I live in College Park, Merlin. I could literally walk, literally walk within the course of maybe three or four hours, right? I could walk. I could spend a day. I could put on something cute. I could just go for a nice stroll. I could walk from my city and college park into DC and I could walk through DC and then get to, to Virginia. Just like that. Just straight shot. They are so closely intertwined. So specifically for Marylanders, we tend to be really like closely for sports teams. 
Maryland sports teams, DC sports teams, and Virginia sports teams are kind of very closely bound, you know? So you might see like a weird Marylander out there supporting a Virginia sports team, vice versa, or a Marylander might support both a, a Maryland sports team as well as a DC sports teams. Like that's kind of how we work because we're all so like close together. We call it the DMV, the DC, Maryland, Virginia, metro area, right? Not to be uh, confused with the Delmarva. Which not many people talk about, but it is a thing. It exists. I learned about it when I was young. The Delmarva, which is Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. But there is no train that's going to get you to fucking Delaware. That's not going to happen. Uh-huh. But we, we focus on the DMV because it's a metro area. Trains are all connected through all three between Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. Here's another thing. D.C. is not a state. <laughs> it's a district. D.C. stands for the District of Columbia. Um, it's not a state, actually. You can look. Um, if you look at a U.S. map, right? D.C. lies right on the border between Maryland and Virginia. I'm sure there's a historical significance for that, maybe because it's so close to the water. When the United States was, and here's another thing about Maryland, when the United States was really coming together, um, people came in through Virginia. Um, Those were the, the, the colonizers, the dumbasses that went and destroyed an entire land and enslaved and massacred an entire native people came in through the East Coast. Um through Maryland and Virginia. Initially, those were the first two places that were really major port towns for um, the first American settlers um, and the first beginnings of American trade um, and important things like that. They were coming in from the East Coast. So, you know, cause, because, probably, this is just my speculation, I'm not really great on local history, but I'm thinking logically, right? If so much was happening, so much business was coming in between Maryland and Virginia, it would just make sense for the U.S. capital to kind of fall right between those two and for U.S. government to be centered between those two areas because that was kind of where most of the United States was developing from. It was moving in from Virginia and Maryland into the rest of the United States. And that's another thing. You get into Maryland and D.C. and Virginia, for that matter. Um, But we'll just talk about Maryland. We are very historically rich. Um, Maryland and Virginia and D.C., you're going to see, like, if you come to these areas, specifically historically focused areas closer to the Potomac and closer to the coastline, you're going to find that it's very old looking. All of the houses are hundreds and hundreds of years old, you know? You go to the actual capital of of Maryland, which is not fucking Baltimore. God protect us from that ever happening. Um, (laughs) It's Annapolis. You go into Annapolis, which has the famous Naval Academy there. Um, It is a beautiful historic town. The buildings and the streets are old the streets are still cobblestone getting closer to um the downtown area of annapolis still the same cobblestone 
that people were riding their horses and buggies down. You know, all of the historical buildings have either remained the same way that they are or have been refurbished or um, reconstructed um, to be as original as they can. Um, you go to the downtown area of Annapolis where you're kind of like walking through the main street. It's all cobblestone. The buildings are hundreds of years old. It's actually really, really beautiful. I encourage people to skip Baltimore because all you're going to do is catch an STD, all right? And go down to Annapolis, which is a beautiful port town. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, it's got yacht clubs. Uh, Marlanders love their beer. So, of course, there's going to be lots of beer down here. Craft beers, um, breweries, wineries. Maryland is also really good for wine. Um, even though I don't personally drink alcohol, but other people might. So, you know, like, let's not kill the fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, like, history. We're a very historic sort of people. And I think that kind of plays into how proud we are. And Maryland, um, even though we have so much stupid bullshit going on, let's look at this list. Uh, crabs, yes. Old Bay. Ocean. We love the ocean. We love the Potomac. Um, we love the water. We're, we love seafood out here. That's all we fucking eat is seafood. You're going to be able to find a seafood joint on every corner. Um, beer. Pizza squares from Lido's. We fucking love Lido's and it's wrong. Being a hun. That's another thing. You're going to get down here. Um, people are going to start calling you hun. In some like parts of Maryland, especially you get down to Baltimore, they're going to call you hun. Um, sweetheart. Honey. Hun. You know. Baby. Mm, baby, not baby. Ma'am. Ma'am. Sir. That's that's the thing that we say. Ma'am. What can I do for you, ma'am? What can I do for you, hun? Yeah. We're um we're very sweet and endearing people. Um I don't like it because I hate everybody and everything. I don't like being sweet with people, but it is a part of my language. I will call somebody hun. Um and I didn't even know that I was doing that. It just it made sense. Uh, I just realized that I was doing it. Um, Star Spangled Banner was originally, the national anthem was originally written um, in Maryland. Yeah, by Francis Scott Key. That motherfucker. Yep. He ran on a horse or something. I don't know. He didn't run on the horse. He did not jog on the horse's spine. He, 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 I don't know, he did something um knowing all the words to good morning baltimore when i first saw this i was like i don't know all the words to good morning baltimore and then i was like hmm, 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 hmm. good morning baltimore and then i was like oh fuck i don't even know hairspray i know nothing about this play except for the fact it exists that was not english i don't know anything about this play except for the fact that it exists but for some reason, I know Good Morning Baltimore, which is crazy. It is crazy. Um, the Navy, we're, because we're so close to the water, we are very um, Navy-oriented. It's cool. The scariest and coolest. Have you guys ever been on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge? So my sister was afraid of heights. So every time we get on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, she'd have like a 
I don't know, like a neurotic moment. I don't know. Uh. Mmm, old baby biscuit. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> um. Merlin kind of has two bays, the Potomac and the Chesapeake Bay. Um, the Potomac, I believe, mm, I believe both the Potomac, if I'm correct, because there is, I believe the Chesapeake Bay, that's what the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is about. So the Chesapeake Bay, if you look at Merlin, it kind of looks like it's split in half, Right by this giant bay that runs through pretty much the entire length of Merland and that's the Chesapeake Bay. Um, and it leads out into the ocean. Um, so typically for Merlanders like myself that live closer to DC, we're further inland. Um, so we're not going to be as close to um, places like Ocean City or the, uh, the coastline. As say somebody who lives on the other side of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. And that's kind of what the, the point of the bridge is. It kind of connects the one side of Maryland to the other side of Maryland, right? So you have that access. Um, so, it, of course, if you're from Maryland, D.C. or Virginia, you've been, you have been to a few very specific beaches. The famous Maryland beach is Ocean City. Ocean City is an entire city that doesn't exist outside of the summertime. Um, I don't know what happens in Ocean City outside of the summer. I don't know if anybody lives in Ocean City outside of the summer, except for the mayor. And I don't know exactly what it is that, what, what it, like, it, it, it's, Ocean City is very much a seasonal tourist town. I don't know if, it's like one. It's like the, the tree falling in the forest thing. Does Ocean City exist when it's not summertime? Yeah, but a lot of people come from out of town here and like Ocean City's so much fun. I'm gonna go to fucking Ocean City. Like, don't go to Ocean City. It's a useless beach. It's overcrowded. Okay, you gotta walk to the farthest fucking end of the shoreline in Ocean City to try to get any decent beach space. And even then, it's like it's it's shit. The Ocean City coast is so turbulent like the wind and the waves and the current out there is so aggressive i have twisted limbs and gotten scratched and bruised by being fucking wrecked by waves so many times because the waves out there are so 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 aggressive it is crazy don't go to ocean city there's no reason for it um you have a better chance if you go to delaware and you go to either Rehoboth Beach or um, Rehoboth Beach. Merlanders, we don't go to Ocean City anymore. <laughs> like Ocean City is for like if you have family from out of town coming in. They're like, oh, hey, we want to see Ocean City. And you're just like, oh, okay. If you insist. Or if you have like young children and they need to have the Ocean City experience a few times. And before they realize how shit it is, you know, then you go to Ocean City. But you, you don't, you mm. There's no point. It's overcrowded and nasty, and it's it's a tourist spot. It's it's not really Merlanders. We go across state lines. We go straight up to Delaware, and we go to Rehoboth Beach, which is 
it's crowded, no doubt, but it's nowhere near as crowded as Ocean City. The boardwalk is beautiful. Um, it's so much nicer than the uh, Ocean City boardwalk. It's not nearly as big, um, but it is so pretty. Rehoboth Beach, definitely recommend that. Don't fucking go to Ocean City. That's so stupid. But if you do want to ride the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, then yeah, I guess going to Ocean City is a good excuse to do that because it's a really, really, really long bridge. Really long. Listen, it's astounding how much weight that bridge can carry because people will be crowding the fuck out of the Chesapeake. On rush hour on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, if you... <laughs> If you're going to go to Ocean City, go very, very early in the day or very, very late at night. Okay. Because getting stuck in traffic on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, even me, a person who's not scared of heights, that can be a little bit nerve wracking. You know, that can be, that can be a little bit like, eh. and it's because of all those motherfuckers from out of town that think, oh yeah, we're just going to go to Ocean City. They're all, the only reason why anybody's ever on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is either to escape Ocean City or to get there. There's no other reason for it. There's no reason. The, the the restaurants in Ocean City aren't even that good. It's it's not even... We play a lot of lacrosse out here too. Um, and I didn't even know this. I actually just found this out recently while I was looking stuff up about Maryland so I could call myself out in person. Our state sport is jousting. Jousting? And, <laughs> and when I thought about it, I was like, who the fuck plays jousting? And then I thought, we're near so many horse tracks. Like, we're near so many, like, horse, like, fields and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. Oh. And then I was like, wow. Oh, we really do do that. Is that why there's so many different horse race tracks and 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 obstacle courses and and, and horse runs and all of that like in Maryland because we have so many horses in Maryland everybody in Maryland has been in contact with the horse you don't even have to go out to the countries out of Maryland to get in contact with the horse we just got them right you're just like oh oh people got all these fucking horses because they're jousting wow wow so yeah um that's that's really all I want to talk about. Maryland is just so fucking aggressively Maryland. Like there's there's no reason to come out to Maryland unless you unless you want to experience the crackheadedness of Baltimore and you want to go down to DC and see the history. Maryland is very historically um significant um on both my father and my mother's side of the family. We were brought in on slave ships through Virginia. My grandfather has had land in his family for generations that came out of Virginia that were bought back in slavery times. Um, there's a place I believe in Virginia called Barbersville, um, which is significant to my mother's side of the family because our last names on my mother's side of the family is Barbour, um, from Barbersville. And that was just a name that was given to the slaves at the time, the last name Barber or Barbour, um, for Barbersville. So they came out of Virginia, very um, historically significant in Maryland and Virginia in the BC area. So if you wanna get down with some some slave history, some US history, um, if you wanna see the port towns like Baltimore for some reason, Baltimore does have a lot of US history attached to it as well. Um, 
specifically Maryland for a lot of the ports and cities. Annapolis, Annapolis, don't go to Baltimore. If you really want to see a historical port town, go to fucking Annapolis. Annapolis is so much better and you have so many more beautiful government buildings in Annapolis. Uh, Super, super pretty. Um, The drive to Annapolis is so weird, but I don't know why. The roads going to Annapolis, it's a regular high. I don't know. It just gives me weird vibes. But once you get to Annapolis, it's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff, dude. Yeah, um, that is my rhetoric about Maryland. Uh, Maryland, not Maryland. If I hear any single person talking about oh my gosh i'm from oh my gosh i've never been to maryland or maryland before we either say maryland or maryland like maryland but like merlin maryland mer fucking hell where's my outro music let me find my outro music i got a headache i want to i have an eye doctor's appointment today that i need to attend um for my registration to the firehouse we're on what like month five now that i've been trying to apply to the firehouse and i don't want them to cancel my registration either just because i'm moving souls molasses it's not my fault okay i have a lot of doctor's notes that i need to get approved i have like a lot of like stuff because my body's falling apart i have no control over that you know um but i have a doctor's appointment what at 350 and I have this undying urge to drink some coffee. I actually think I want to go into College Park near the college and take a nice little mosey around, um, which is crazy because I never want to be anywhere near college kids. But I'm really feeling like, I feel like today's the day. Sunny is beautiful. It just finished snowing. Um, yeah, yeah. Come to Maryland for no reason other than to suffer. There's nothing out here. Join us. that was today's episode of the incohesivity podcast with me your host Aussie. in the words of mr rogers as we always end each and every single one of our podcasts it's you i like yes you just the way you are you guys have a fun fantastic wednesday morning be safe and it's time for me i never know how to end these stupid podcasts it's just it's ridiculous